Uh, hey, hey, hey! You're listening to your alternative fact of the day, brought to you by Mulder Was Right. Mulder Was Right, conspiracies and alternative facts. I'm your host, Brendan, and we and I, and, yeah, and I am joined by my co-host. Uh, Curtis. And Curtis. And that's it for today. <laughs> um, today's uh, alternative fact of the day uh, is forks and humans didn't start cooperating until 1612. Did you know that, Curtis? 1612 was a very seminal year in fork-human relationships and uh, the intertwining of their cultures and societies. It, it, it's true. You see, the thing is, is that they weren't really, you know, seen together too much until the breakout uh, musical production uh, called uh, Fork Fighters. Fork Fighters, yes. Uh... A strange title for a for a early fifteenth century play. Um, it must have been a play. Couldn't have been a film. <laughs> yes, it was a it was a play. Uh, it had songs in it as well, so it was a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and and furthermore, you know, it, it's it's very interesting to see that with the title Fork Fighters, that it brought humans and forks together. Yes, um, I agree entirely. It was, it's very interesting, uh, but really when you think about forks and humans cooperating together, you think of the fork, uh, David Williams, and, and you think of the human, uh, Frank Williams. They, they came together, uh, David Williams was a fork in, in the Williams household. Uh, Frank ate with him every day, and... And they had a struggling relationship, and uh, eventually one day, uh, David said to Frank, "You know, you just eat me with me every day, and I don't know anything about you." Uh, and that and that changed everything. You know, it really did. You know, uh, Frank Williams was like, you know, I use you a little bit, you use me. Why don't we become? Why don't we become brothers? Yes. And so, the Williams brothers went out and did a lot of fork human uh, accomplishments. There were rallies in the streets. People would, would, would walk and they would say, Forks, come with us. And the forks would be there on the street next to them, not moving or anything because forks can't move. But they were there. Not freely, of course. They were there and and they were not chained. They were were open and they were allowed to exist as they wanted to. Um, And then it ended up they just wanted to be our forks and and it worked out pretty well. You know, it did work out pretty well. And, uh, so... This brings us to our next point here, and that sometimes, sometimes you'll see a fork on the ground or something, and just know that that fork wants to be picked up and used and loved. So if you see a fork on the ground, it didn't want to be there in the first just place. Eat with it. Eat with it. Eat with the fork you found on the dirt, on on the street. Uh, put that fork in your mouth. That is very necessary, and just it's. It's very inappropriate to not put that fork in your mouth. It's just, it's just, it's what they want, it's what you want. It, you may not think you want it, but you should want it. Because... Or you're a bad person. 
Because forks and humans have a symbiotic relationship here. We can't eat food without forks. And we'll die if we don't eat food. And so make sure to pick up that fork and save a that fork's life. dirty, bloody fork you found. Put it in your mouth. It has rust on it. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> and thank you for listening to today's alternative fact of the day. We are Mulder was right. You can find our podcast anywhere you can find <laughs> podcasts. And uh, uh, call into the station call, and use, use talk to us in, in and and tell us about the fork in your mouth that you found dirty and bloody and rusty know, on the ground. Call us, you know, speak to us in a weird voice, you know, if you want. Speak to us normally, please. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Oh.